Hello and welcome to the Navy Blue Corner. I'm Ian, joined as always by my good mate Lockie. And another week, another big game. So much needs fixing right now. But look, a win against our rivals Essendon would mean so much to maybe try and slowly turn things around. Who knows? But it'd mean a lot for the fans anyway. Look, there's a lot to get through. As always, Lockie, how are you going? And how are you feeling about the game against the Bombers this week? Well, I'm, for one thing, I'm excited. I'm keen for Sunday. A nine-day break is a long time between footy. So I'm excited, you know? You, I feel like we're going to get feel like you might. I feel like you might be the only person that's keen for another to watch no, another game of Carlton right now. So it's good to have some sort of energy on the pod early because yeah. Yeah, things are pretty grim. So I feel like we need this. We need some sort of excitement. Yeah, I've I've already kind of put the Melbourne game into the furthest recess of my mind, so I'm ready for something fresh now. Um, it's the weekly roller coaster of being a Carlton. Oh, fan. it is genuinely, <laughs> genuinely is. How, how are you feeling? Yeah, look, not too bad. It's it's a weird situation where you just don't expect anything anymore. Whereas I think like throughout this season, each each yeah. week that sort of went on, you're going, okay, this looks like a winnable game. This one could be. You know, if we win this, we're, we're more of a finals team. We're more pushing towards the deeper end of finals. But now it's just how many more games that we almost perceive as winnable going in can we not perform before you start to just mm-hmm. stop expecting that? And that's where I think I am at at the moment where I think the Sydney game was the last one where I went in going, okay, we're going to win this game. We didn't. Mm-hmm. And then Melbourne, it was just a bit more of a just show me something. We didn't. So now we're here previewing the game yeah. against the Bombers. And I just, I don't know what to think anymore. I'm over almost getting way too invested into expecting it. I just need, again, it's like that. Yeah, moment. I, I need that. to see something. I need to see signs of us turning this around. I don't know exactly where we are for the rest of the season. Like I, I think most people have pretty much written off finals, even though weirdly we're not, completely out of that like we are but we're not because mm. mathematically we're obviously still a chance and you never know what could happen but it's all really off faith and hope rather than anything tangible that we have seen this year so yeah. i'm kind of yeah at this point looking towards the end of the season where finals is out of my mind but i'm thinking well what can we do to build towards next season i know that's such a negative shit way of looking at it but mm. if 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 the ultimate end goal is to win a flag and we don't think we're going to win one where we are right now. Everything needs to be towards building towards that. So for me, yeah, it's, it's what can we do okay. for the rest of this season, salvage and get something out of it to build to next. And, and a win against the Bombers would obviously mean a lot, a lot for that um, hmm. right now. Well, it sounds like we're in pretty different frames of mind then, I guess, because I'm I'm the opposite. I, there's no, I don't want to think about the future at mm. all. I'm very much just like taking it one week at a time and I guess still coming in with the same optimism every week that we can win like you not really basing that on anything tangible like it is just for the hope but I guess yeah thinking about the finals equation for me is just not like that's just not a healthy thing for me to be thinking about Mm -hmm. like yeah I think I, I, I have faith that this group is going to turn it around at some stage as, we, as we've said every week, at some stage, I believe that they're going to turn this around and maybe that's going to be too late for us to play finals this year. But so that's all I'm kind of focusing on. Mm. When when can we see that turn? And maybe we'll have a win this weekend. 
and then we'll have a big loss the next week. So it's not saying that it's going to turn, mm. but I don't know. For yeah. me, it just feels th- healthier for me to think about it week to week rather than thinking about that, even though I understand why mm. you are. Yeah, I think probably our slight difference there is I am not – my brain doesn't isn't like certain that we this group will eventually turn it around. I think that's kind of why I've then jumped a bit further. Not to say that it can't because I think we always try to look at some sort of positive and like it can. It, it obviously – things aren't going well, but if we've seen this group play a lot better than they are currently, which we saw last year, even if it was just for that first half, and it feels like mm-hmm. a lifetime since then, they've shown it. And that's in yeah. there somewhere. So can it come out? Let's hope so. So I guess, yeah, looking towards yeah. this game, we'll start with the – It's this, this segment was meant to be so easy. It's the what do you want to see from this game segment. And I was hoping that throughout this year, we'd be winning some games of football. And instead of it being – we haven't seen anything, so we need to bring something towards it. It would be something fun every week. Like, you know, we've just <laughs> we've just beaten Melbourne and it's like, oh, oh no. you know, Jesse Motlop didn't fire last week. So I'm hoping for a couple mm. of goals from him. But now it's That's just good. this segment has pivoted towards we've said the same things for the last two months and haven't seen them. So where do you go with this? Do you have any new sort of take? And it doesn't have to be as, <sighs> I guess, specific towards this needs to happen for us to win or anything like that. Maybe you just want to see a player perform this week or you want to see a certain oh. something. Is, is there anything down that yeah. tact for you that you can kind of pin it on this week? There really isn't because I think you framed that up really nicely. Like when we were traveling well, it was like the little, it was like the little things. Like I want to yeah. like, yeah, I want to like this one thing isn't going that well. So let's mm. see that this week. Um, and you know, last week uh, I was talking about Harry, and it's like if, if he can just turn it around, then like that'll put us in the right direction. But it's like it's I, I'm just not in that headspace right now. We need to see, mm. we need to see the big the big things, the yes. risks, yeah, like the swagger, like it's 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 got to be a whole different looking team for us to. Get wins mm. and and like I said before, it's a, a win this weekend. Like it's as sad as it is to say, it's not gonna. That's not gonna give me confidence for the rest of the season. Like just a win. Mm. It's got to be. It's got to be the eye test. It's got to be. Wow, where has this team been? And that doesn't necessarily mean a fifty point win either, but just the way that we go about it. So yeah, look, it's it's the way that we go about this game for me, and it's the most yeah. broad thing you can possibly say, but. It's the only thing that'll kind of mm. make me feel like this was a successful week, I think. No, no, I love that. I love that answer. Um, mine, I haven't found something fun to bring to it, like an individual player or anything on, like yeah. that. So I've just, I've gone slightly different tact of going a bit more specific with numbers to what I want to see this week. It, it feels oh, like it's the same for many, but it's, I want plus 50 inside 50s. Because last mm-hmm. week, I think we got something like 39. It wasn't good enough. So get that up to the plus 50s. And I need to see a score over 85, please. We've only gone over 85 three times this year. Any guesses on what three games they were, Lockie? Do you reckon you, this is a bit, of, a bit of trivia for you this week? Three games yeah. in 2023, gone over 85 points. Which ones are they? It's definitely West Coast and yep. Geelong. Yep. And then the third one. Hmm. I'm getting a mental. It's blank. a win. It's a win. It's a win. So that narrows it down. Yeah. Okay. 
I'll say Giants. Was it? It was North. It was North. So good to oh, see North. I was there and you didn't really take in that occasion well, which I Too busy complaining so about the Marvel filth. <laughs> good to see the memories that we've built together have really, you know, ingrained themselves on you. Um, no, but the, so that's what I want to see because I think it, it goes on to everything that if we get the ball in there enough, that means we're generating it in the middle. We're taking risks. Things are happening. Ball mm-hmm. movement should hopefully be there. I mean, it's on the scoreboard means we're playing more freely. So I've gone a bit specific for with sure. it. Um, if you're listening that. to this at the moment, let us know what you want to see from this game. It can be as broad. It can be as specific as you like. Feel free to head over on any of our socials at Navy Blue Corner. DM us, tweet at us, whatever you want. Get that in. And if you're watching this on YouTube, drop it in the comments. Really easy to do while you're following along. Any thoughts you have throughout this, it's probably the easiest place to engage. And I'll be sure to be in the comments to reply back to all of you and have some nice discussions along the way so speaking of those that are listening and watching we've got our lovely mm-hmm. listener questions segment here oh, threw them out Jerry. on instagram threw them out onto twitter so what have the people asked this week lucky oh i love this question this is these are the kind of things that get you your blood pumping on a on a preview episode so from so race boy 458 which player do you guys trust which player do you guys trust to come out and play with the passion and intensity mm. we as fans expect when playing against Essendon? Oh, that's a hard-hitting question. I love it. There's only the, This is probably the worst thing. There's only two yes. people that I oh, envision question. when this happens, and I could not think of it from anyone else, which maybe isn't good. They're always... Matt always, yes, because he's, yeah. he's just always like, I take back to, I swear it was a game against them where he kicks a goal and immediately goes straight into someone else, give him a bit of a jumper punch. And he's, he, every time he kicks a goal, it gets me excited because he just, he goes to an absolute 180 out of three on, the, on any kind of scale of how ridiculous he is <laughs> celebrating that, that goal, whether we were 100 points down, he'll be there tugging at the jumper, trying to G up the fans. And the other one's Charlie Kerno, who I think does a similar thing when they're up and about. Whereas, I don't know, I don't mm. see a lot of that from the rest of them. Maybe a Cottrell, maybe you could maybe throw him into there a little bit. But I thought that was going to be your second, yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably it where you just, this game needs to mean more for so many reasons. And we just need to see some kind of fire in the belly from him for once, please. I just don't want to see another placid performance. It's a bit of a sad answer, isn't it? It is. Let's really? know yours if you've got anyone different as well. When you think about the play, like our players, like God damn, it's not that. Yeah. There's just so many guys that like could be that guy. Should and be that not guy. yet, yet. I guess maybe there's time for some of them, but mm. I want to say Patrick Cripps, but we'll see. Show it, Rick. Show it. Pretend Rick. it's Caroline Wilson out there. Come on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Super bad. Heard of him? One of the greats. One of the greats. What can we do to clean up our ball use this week? Or should mm. we encourage a more chaotic, chaotic, that's a bit yeah. of a buzzword at the moment, style and not worry about the ball use as much? Mm. I think Super bad and Vossi have been chatting. Oh, hopefully. Uh, that is That is a combination I would like to see. Get super bad in the coach's box, please. Um, but yeah, look, I, I think it's 
But obviously the ball use, the basic skills, all of this hasn't been there, but also the risk taking hasn't been there. And I think the emphasis for me is on that, just taking the game on at all costs. Because weirdly that for me, how I pitch that in my head is a lot more handballs rather than kicking, which seems to be something we do struggle more at. Mm. And then if we're all just streaming forward, in this wave or whatever you want, moving that ball quick by hands into space, pinballing that through. Yeah. Like the three best times we saw that last week against Melbourne resulted in three goals. The best passages of play we had. More of that. You make a mistake. I don't care anymore because I'm in, in that mentality where like I'm, I'm no longer thinking about ladder position, what happens necessarily 100% wins and losses. Obviously still expect them, still want them to happen, but I'm looking for how we're playing and what we're doing and if that's going to take us forward. And so yes. seeing those risks, seeing yes. all that happen, if we make the mistake, so be it. Just go for it. Because I think you look you look at the teams that are below us at the moment on the ladder. They're not teams you expect to be winning, but they're building. And what I've been impressed with, you know, Hawthorne and, you know, North the last few weeks is they've been playing the way that they clearly want to. They're just not good enough to get wins. And so I'm like, well, that's that's all I need to see from you guys is play the way that we need you to. And I think you're better than them. So you will get the wins or at least we'll start to build towards it. So, yeah, I don't know if mm. I've 100% answered that question, but I just want to see more risk-taking. I want to see us trying it. Whatever the execution is, as long as that risk is the correct option, go for it. Yep. No, we're completely on the same page. I think... The obvious answer in terms of cleaning up the ball use is getting the ball into the right player's hands when we yeah. if we are gonna take those bite off those kicks. Mm. But I'm with you about the handballing. I think that's what we yeah. want to see. That's the exciting thing we want to see. It's different. We have to be doing something different or else it's just gonna mm. be the same result, as yeah. you always say. One hundred percent. Got a lovely shout out from Kaz here. Just listen to your Melbourne review today. Well done, mate, on a solo show. Look at you. Mate. Oh, love Maybe it. the shows are better on just, just solo in. Maybe people are, you know, we're getting all this nice feedback when it's just you. Maybe, And then we get all the hate mail when, when it's just you. So I think we're probably starting to see the, the issues on the pod. <laughs> We've got one question from Dill, which I'm going to save till a little later in the show, which means it goes into our favorite time. We've got Maddie on Insta. (laughs) Very good point. That is our second favorite (laughs) segment. Maddie asks who should be dropped this week. And then we've got some passionate people on Twitter. Luke is asking, I won't read the tweet from Luke here, but I love the passion. He's just asking about Ed Kerno being recalled. Might be my burn, I think. (laughs) It might be. And then same with Mark DT. When people say Ed Kerno is into tag, why don't we ask why the club have not developed one of our other players as a tagger, mm. like Fogg or Carroll? Lot mm. mm. to touch on. Lot to touch on. Um, let's go let's straight into the team changes and we'll make sure to cover all that. So I guess my change is what I wanted to see this week. A different to what happened. So I was looking for O'Brien to definitely make way. Um, yeah. And I wanted, I wanted, wanted Jackson Bins to take his place. Someone that's been in really good form. He can't do much else in the twos to get called into the ones. Like he, he's just playing such great football. And I sort of said last yep. week, 
I was worried a little bit about throwing him into the deep end, such a must-win game. But I feel like we're kind of past that a little bit now where the pressure's still there. But like it, it's weirdly, it's, it's almost more, but it's almost less because of the predicament we're in. And I think at, at some stage, you've just got to play the guys that are performing and that look like they're going to do something more. And, and I think Vince can offer a lot yep. more than O'Brien at this stage. I wanted to keep Paddy Dow into that team. So Varney would make way for me in that one. Uh, Pitonet, obviously, with his miraculous recovery, he comes in, which means Lewis Young comes out of the squad because I thought it was a weird choice to bring him in after we had one of our better defensive performances against Sydney, knowing Melbourne didn't have a lot of tools too. So that kind of made me think, no, we don't need him in there. Uh, I think we're too tall as well if Young plays. Same with Silvani. That's why they were out. I, I dropped Motlop. I just don't think he's offering enough at the moment. And nothing yep. bad about going down to the twos, but go down there. You're still young. If we had better players, I feel like he's someone that you would be just taking down to the VFL, letting him get some confidence back in, progressing his game, and then slowly he can get back in. So for me, he's out. Martin's in. And then my sub mm-hmm. would be David Cunningham. Because I don't know if I can fully trust him to play a full game of AFL football, but he looked good in the VFL against Frankston. So bring him in for a bit of spice off the bench because what we think David Cunningham is, is exactly what we need. Whether he is that, I don't know. But finally, an impact sub would be what I'm after. Mm. And maybe there's something in that knowing he played his best game he's ever played for us against the Bombers. I don't know if you want to read into that, but... Oh, Those are kind of my day. big changes this week. What were you kind of looking at as far as the plays you wanted in and those you wanted to drop this week? Yeah, I was actually pretty much exactly the same except for one, which I'm just trying to think of yours off the top of my head and look at my list. I wasn't going to yeah. bring Young out nor bring Bins in. So okay, I think so you're going to keep I... O'Brien in there or what were you kind of looking at? So it was going to be Silvani... O'Brien and Motlop as the guys to come out. Yep. For Pitt, Dow, and Martin. Okay. Okay. So pretty similar. Pretty similar. Pretty similar. I think, man. Yeah. Got to give Dow the the full crack. Like, Mm. there's there's no better time. I think knowing that Martin's fit, I'm so with you on the Motlop. Um, We've been speaking about that for kind of over a month. It's like, you know, it's that's just where these guys are at. Like, Mm. Motlop's only a year further into his career than Bins. Like, and we think of Bins as this guy that is, you know, so young and raw and all that. But I mean, yeah, Motlop's only got a year yeah. longer in the system. So that, I don't think it's a bad thing for him to be dropped. Mm. And no, and, not you know, at all. So, like, that's just the way it is. Um, which unfortunately, for, uh, we I, don't have a lot of depth in that position, which then makes it feel like he's more of that true. first team are getting dropped. Yeah. Totally, but that's why, you know, but a lot of the things that we want to see in a guy like him, we hope a guy like Jack Martin can bring anyway. Mm. Yes. Um, Same with Fisher. Not going to see it because he was omitted, but Mm. similar kind of attributes that we'd like to see. And you know me, I don't like getting too heated about selection. I go on about how much they they know so much more than us, all that kind of thing. But I don't understand the Ed Kerno thing. Even 1%, it's getting actually ridiculous. Um, and I don't yeah. want to pot him because it's not about him. But w- why? Why? I don't get it. And you could you could literally splice 
anytime his name gets brought up on this podcast from any of the podcasts since we started this, because I swear there is a snippet in one of our earliest episodes where I <laughs> remember saying, in what what year did we start this thing? 20, 2020. 20, 2020? Yeah. Where I believe I said, we're not going to become a good football team until we move past Ed. And it was no disrespect. I don't mean to be disrespectful to him, just that no, he's aging. We know we can go past that. We know we can do better. And unfortunately, we're still in this situation. And yeah, I'm just, I just don't, I don't know exactly what he's offering that someone else isn't. They obviously have the reasons. Maybe it comes down to, again, they, this training piece of whatever Vossi's asking him to do. He's the only one so. doing it. But I think the frustrating part is knowing the ball use is such an issue, pace around the football is such an issue. And he's yep. someone that just seems to walk straight back in. And, you know, you have a guy like Dow that does everything he can in the twos and seemingly it looks like he probably will be dropped again this week, which oh. is not he's like he's not going to be a savior. He's clearly not going to solve our problems. No. But, like, he comes in, wasn't horrific, wasn't amazing, but every time he got it, he was clean. And that's something everyone else wasn't. How many missed handballs, handballs to the ankles did we see yep. the whole season? Dow came in, didn't do that. Beautiful kick to Harry as well inside 50. Like, just give him two, three games. Give him till the bye. If anything, gets his value up for the end of season where we can maybe get a better draft pick. Like, look at it that way, if, if anything. But... Yeah, I think it deserves a chance to mix the midfield up slightly. Get some few more guys going through there. And what's the what's the worst that could happen? The changes this week that it's really interesting. Yeah, Ed Kerno straight into the team. Martin straight in. Pitnet straight in. Two of those, I think, make sense. O'Brien and Fisher are the ones that make way. Fisher was a bit surprising for yeah. me. But, but he, like, he hasn't been playing great. It was more just, oh, nah, okay, I didn't expect I him necessarily to be the first guy out. Uh, yep. Then Fogarty and Lockie Cowan added in. Again, surprise, Spins just isn't in that group. Um, could definitely mm. understand why Cunningham isn't in there. I think I'm probably For going sure. a, bit, a week too early, but it's me just again wanting something different. So with that, Lockie, um, yeah. actually, I'll, I'll answer the last question there um, from one of the listeners saying like the, the tagging role. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I've said previously, yeah. I don't love tagging. I think as soon as you get to bring in a negating role, it's saying that what you're trying to do isn't working. So you've got to come up with a defensive game plan for it, where I think you just back in what you can do. And honestly, I don't think I've seen Ed Kerno do a lot of defensive roles this year, nor do I see someone from Essendon that he has to play that role on. There's just obviously something that they're wanting from him that he's bringing that no one seems to be able to yeah. see. And yeah, for Vossi, it's like there's so much pressure on him everywhere. It feels like an easy thing to get you a little bit less pressure is not play Ed Kerner. Um, if he wants any P- if he wants point. any PR any PR points, I think that's one of them. But off mm. the extended bench, because uh, we are recording this uh, Thursday night, out of yeah. Fogarty, Dow, Kennedy, Motlop, Cottrell, Silvani, Cowan, and Young, the extended bench. What for? Make that team for you. And if you're listening to this, if you're on YouTube, oh. wherever you are, let us know what changes you wanted to make this week. And then also from the changes that happened, give us your thoughts. Let us know who is going to be on that bench. And even your sub, because I'm keen to hear that as well. Oh, man. Why do you have to pick <laughs> from these eight? Why did I have to put Mr. Eight. Edward as straight in, straight legitimate in. ruck rover? Yeah, I that's mean, the I worst part. Go. Not even in a Ford pocket or something like he's he's in the heat of the battle. <laughs> the heat of the battle, <laughs> precisely. I mean, yeah, it's funny. I mean, we try. I 
another I'm just doing all of my cliches today. I, I try not to take too much from the Vossi press conferences because he he loves just doing the, you know, the straight bat with stuff. But I did find it interesting. He didn't fill me with a lot of confidence about Pitt or Sauce yeah. to get up. Mm. Particularly Pitt. He was very much like uh like yeah, we're preparing preparing not to have him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna not let that impact me though. I'll just go with my what I'm thinking, yep. which is that Fogarty, Cowan, Motlop, and Silvani don't make it from that eight. Um, yeah. So could you tell me who does? Because I'm too dumb to do it backwards and figure out the Patrick. four that I asked to come in and you tell me everyone that's out. I can't do the maths in this this quickly. Mate, you can't expect this much all, of me. It's all falling apart here. <laughs> Dow, Kennedy, and who else? Sorry. <laughs> Cottrell and Young. Cutterill and Young. Okay, so we're pretty similar. Yeah. I have weirdly out of the crop. We have I've I've got Kennedy, Dow, Cottrell, but I don't have Young because I didn't have him and didn't replace him. Yeah, uh, I've fair. kept in Motlop, but I don't love it because I did have him dropped. But it was kind of because we've then got mm. rid of Fisher. That kind of role, I don't think we have heaps of cover for that forward half role. And I don't trust Ed Kerno. He pretty much doesn't exist in my team, even though he's named. So I've kept Motlop in there. Uh, I was gonna. It was between him or Cow, and to try and change things up a little bit with some pace and speed. But yeah, I don't yeah. love all of it. My sub from that flip a coin between Cowan and Silvani. But then again, Silvani's potentially not fit either. So it's just yeah. why do they give us the worst people to choose from from this extended bench? Like make it a Seriously. bit more fun, please. Put Paddy yeah. Cripps on the bench. Then it's you know who knows who knows why what not? could happen. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get, I get your point about Motlop in that situation, but again, I, I, I don't see an issue no. with us trying a, a completely different no. kind of structure if, oh. if always is kind of the only genuine, genuine small forward mm. with those kind of semi guys. Like I don't know, I don't feel like that's necessarily the biggest issue we're having. Oh man, yeah. It's Why right. am I still confident? <laughs> and you are, which is a good thing to have, oh. and. Look, yeah. we'll get a bit more into breaking down the uh, the team we're playing against this week. And because everything's so Ugh. doom and gloom, let's let's go with a bit of fun here. I want to hear, Lockie, oh, and I'm also okay. opening this one out to the listeners as well, those watching. Um, oh. Your favorite game, Carlton versus Essendon. Now, there's going to be some people that are older than us that will probably have some better games that oh, maybe yeah. meant something a bit more than what we've been able to see. But do you have... A favorite game, or this is this is where we can just start to rattle off a few as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you are watching this, listening, YouTube in the comments, like and subscribe. If you're on the streaming, wherever you're listening to this, follow us. Get over to the socials at Navy Blue Corner. Follow us and let us know your favorite game against Essendon. But Lockie, mm. give me yours. Yes. Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind with this question is 2011. Which one was it, was was that part of your it's, equation? It was both. Yeah. Both, Both just, just combine them. Just 2011 as a season. It's just <laughs> one one big game to me. It was, yeah, that was the first final that I went to. Um, mm. You know, just an obliteration. The Juddy Mark, just an, yeah. uh, an iconic moment. Um, and then also the, yeah, the late in the season game. Just another, just demolition. The Walker Mark. It was just... Oh, that yeah. bet's goal Very in fun. the pocket. The bet's goal. Oh. Just stupid. Just a stupid goal. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, uh, the elimination final is massive because, yeah, same same as you. 
us yeah. not being ridiculously old, not seeing a lot of Carlton success was the first final I had been to as well. First Carlton yeah, final year nine in the flesh. And yeah, to be able to see us absolutely game was done at quarter time was just something incredible. Nothing I've really been to since where you just got to sit back and go, how good's this? We're seemingly yep. half decent at football. Uh, and then I think there's another couple that really stick out to me. I think one was that, I think it was 2008, where we're like 36 or something down at quarter time. Fev comes out and oh, just yes, turns it around. All of a sudden, uh, we win the game. And it's, for me, like so many of these games, they just have like weird little memories for me rather than it necessarily that game being the best one where mm. I remember being in being at my grandparents' house and this was where it was like delayed games. So like it was playing on the radio, but the, the game days. didn't start till like halftime. So I remember sitting in their, in their sort of lounge room, listening on the wireless, being like, oh, what's going on? Almost turned it off because we were that bad. Kept it on. And then all of a sudden, we start kicking some goals. I go, okay, I might actually watch this on the TV. And then by the time, you know, it's halftime, we've won. I'm going, how good is this? Can't wait to watch us come back and win oh, this game of footy. That's a it was a memory. It was something else. There's just those little weird tidbits that. that kind of are the reason these games mean so much. But do you have any, just totally. while we're here, actually having fun on this podcast for once, oh, this is some other beautiful. great wins against the Bombers. Got any other great ones you like to, like to reminisce about? Yeah, I think the other one that is quite clear in my mind is 2021, a couple of years ago. I remember it, again, just attaching memories to these games. I think that was the first mm. game I went back to with crowds. Um, mm. And so obviously that was a long time coming, like just so desperate to be back in that environment again. Um, yeah. It was Sadi's first game against the Bombers. Um, that The Essendon... Supporters were just going absolutely nuts every time he got the ball, and he played an absolute blinder. Um, was this the oh. was this a Luke Parks massive tackle on Tipper? Was that that <laughs> oh game as well? Uh, I can't say that that's a core memory <laughs> from the game, but you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, and the Patrick Cripps goal out of the middle, where Merritt just lays the mm. most beautiful shepherd for him, running the whole way. If you remember that, he's looking, he's like <laughs> with his arms out. It's like, shut up, mate. Lay a tackle, <laughs> lay, kicks it straight through. Yeah, that was a beautiful one. That's a good one. Um, another real rare one that I probably don't remember as much, but it was the game where we wore the blue out jumper. I believe it was at the G, absolutely piercing down with rain. I remember just going, yes. going with a bunch of Eston supporter mates of mine, and I think it was the first time Sniff. I'd been to a game with them. Yeah, so it was it was lovely <laughs> to then when we were shit at football, get a win against them, get to absolutely yeah, lip off to to my mates. Um, but I think one that will yeah, be banana. probably oh, when he just loved those, and then the, the on the ground. The celebration, yeah, you just one. love it from Murph. The one that I think yeah. every current supporter will be screaming, listening to this one, being like, you idiots, you're about 10 years old. There's one game against, you know, the Essendon that we should be talking about. Obviously, yes. the uh, the 1999. 10 years final. old? We were three years old. No, I'm saying they're, they're calling us 10-year-olds right now. Oh, we are right they're now. Going, how, are you not, how are you not talking about the best game we've ever played against the Bombers? Unfortunately, I never saw it live, so yes. I don't have those emotions because I, um, I was almost still in the womb at this stage to be that young. <laughs> Basically. Uh, <laughs> but, yes. God, that's been one that I've gone back and watched so many times, and it's just... Of course. I still... That tackle... 
from Fraser Brown is one of the greatest moments of all time. Kuda, what an absolute superstar. I know that'll be one yeah. that everyone is probably leaving in the comments. But if you've got another niche game that no one remembers against the Bombers, yeah, those are the ones I one. love hearing about as well. Um, it, it was round seven, you know, 2001. Who knows? Something stupid. Um, but let us know your favorite Essendon games. Hopefully, this game this week could be added to the memory bank as far as a favorite mm. game for all of these reasons. But as we start to talk and move to the future, we move to Sunday. Oh, no. What we're does back it in mean? The past. I mean, we're back in the present, aren't we? <laughs> back in the oh, present. No. It's not good. <laughs> Leave... <laughs> That's what we'll start doing. Instead of reviewing the current games, we'll find <laughs> a round 13 win somewhere That's in really our lifetime good. and we'll just go back and review it. Or we'll just review a game we've beaten Essendon. We'll be like, man, how good is this? Yeah. Everyone's listening being like, we lost by 100 points. What are you talking about? I'm like, mate, Fev, lace out. You could never believe it. Let's do the Liam Jones Falcon game yeah. with the piped in oh, crowd. Dave Cunningham. That, 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 everything, like the cameraman, that's, he knew, that's, someone signed him up to oh, be like yeah. the director or cameraman of the greatest dramatic movie next year because to have that vision <laughs> lined up behind the. The man kicking it, and it just, it just oh, it's sailing through for a goal, and at the last second, it flips to the goal line, and it's like, oh, it's fallen short. Liam Jones has hit it with his head. It's got him on the head. Oh, thought that was yeah, sailing quality. through for a goal. Another quality win there. But, yeah, unfortunately, I have to pull you out of this fantasy. We're going towards <sighs> the present, the future. What does a win mean this week, Lockie? Because I don't think anyone is under the illusions that we win this week. Everything's solved. We're back. We're great at football. We're going to win the flag. There's clearly still a lot of issues that need sorting. But what does a win, mm. I guess, mean for you? Oh, I hope you're not looking for a, a pump up here because it's not about to be. I mean, I, I go back to just kind of how we kind of open the show, I guess, for me, like a win this week. <sighs> I don't even know how to answer that because I, if we lose this game it doesn't change my outlook on the future still because okay. I, I just don't, I just don't think there's anything uh, enough significant things that we can do right now that is genuinely helpful for that. And in the same light, a win this week doesn't, it isn't going to give me, I don't think any more optimism that we're going to win the next week, mm. unless it is yeah, just a sense. totally different showing. Not just not just us playing the same way, but getting over the line because Essendon are pretty mid. Mm. Like that's, you know, I don't know. Do you, yeah. do you, do you see us with? It, but do you see us with a convincing win, having a totally different frame of mind next week? I no, I can't. I, unless, like literally, I like you're saying, unless for whatever reason, it's Carlton Richmond round one last year, that last quarter for all the quarters. I don't think there's any way I can, you know, from even winning this game, think, okay, things are going to be perfect. We've Something's been sorted. We're now good. And that's kind of like my point on this, where I, I think all this week does, like, it takes so much pressure off to an extent, just because I think, what, it's going to be like six losses in a row or something crazy at this stage if we lose this one. Yep. Against Essendon as well, you, you never want to lose against an arch rival. Their supporters are going to be very loud and letting you know about it if it does happen. If it's a big loss, that's when things start to, to go really sour too. So I think it, a win here, it takes some pressure off to allow you to go through the next week and not have too many of the, the stories be about Carlton. You don't have 
you know, all these sources from Sam McClure come out, say everything in this club's yeah. an absolute rabble. And and I think it just it gives some confidence to the players of like, okay, it's not all bad because you keep losing. It, it's so hard to break out of that. So I think just getting, I hate using this mm. word, but like, I don't know, that nourishment, just something tangible you can hold on to is, okay, we've got to win. We go on to next week and just something, mm-hmm. a, a taste of, of having fun again. I feel like that's something these boys are lacking. They don't, obviously when you lose games of footy, it's hard to enjoy them. So just a smile on their face can go a long way and it gives the fans just something. And because it's Essendon mm. as well, for just, for just us fans to be able to go to Essendon and say, we're this shit right now and we still beat you. How good's this? And I feel like it's just something we all collectively yeah. need. I agree just, with that. Just, just give us the four points in any way necessarily and, and, and move on. Um, I guess, unfortunately, looking at the other way, if we do lose or, or if it's a really bad loss. A lot of people are saying like, is this a end of Voss? Are we closer to that? Yeah. Are we closer to something? Looking at the, I guess, the flashbacks to the Bolton last game against Essendon, you kind of alluded mm. to it with what you said before, no, but no, no. if there is a really bad loss, does that sort of change much for you? Do you see this being the, the start of the end or, or anything like that? I don't think so. Um, God, this feels, I mean, wow. I, I feel like I'm down on things. If people are making this this time feel like the end of the Bolton era, then far out. They are a lot deeper into this than I am because I, I definitely don't still feel like it's that bad. Mm. Um yeah, no, it, it it wouldn't change much for me right now. Like it's, and I don't want people to think that I'm not. I wouldn't be over the moon about a win either. Like I'm still, I still think we're, I still go into this expecting that we are going to win it. Yes. I don't know we're, we're being let down because of our high expectations week after week, but that's still where I'm at. So hmm. yeah, I, I can't, I can't say that a loss would would change a whole lot unless, as I've kind of said to you, whenever we have this chat, unless someone can can show me the evidence and a suggestion of what that could be like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the coach that's there that he, but he wants to take over now. And mm. this is how he's going to do things differently that Voss can't like, I'm, I'm, it's not that I'm just want to be stubborn. It's just that I'm not convinced that a change like that would actually cause mm. anything different or arguably be de- more detrimental than, than good. Yeah. And I think I've, I've been pretty, firm on my view at the moment where like I'm not necessarily in a sack Voss camp. I'm not necessarily in a keep Voss camp. It's more just like mm. uh, I said this in the in the review um of the of the Melbourne game in like every time something goes bad we suck the coach. We we're, we're, we're so quick to it and like the players surely are just thinking like yeah, anytime it's bad the coach goes. So psychologically you've got to have a party even just subconsciously that goes What's the point in keep going and buying into this game plan and believing in everything if mm. all you think that's going to happen is they're not going to stick to it? We're not going to keep going. We've just started this five-year plan and immediately yeah. coach is gone. And then obviously the present will go in a, in a year due to the constitution. Brian Cook's not contracted for that. You know, what are we doing? Like You've got to have yep. some stability. I don't want stability for the sake of it. Do it because you think it's the right thing to do and it's to do with your your plan and you think everything will be right at the end of the day. But yes. yeah, I just think that you can't just with you get rid and think that that's going to solve the problems when how many times has that not solved the problems? You've got to give them a chance yeah. to get out of this. Players, coaches, everything. And there's a part of me that, because you hear these things, I don't think they're true. 
but like the, oh, they, they're setting targets of Voss must win this amount of games to keep his job. And it's like, I just think, I don't think that's happening. But if that was happening, that's like just the dumbest shit to do because it just puts way more. too much pressure on every decision where it should always just be known that like, if you're not performing, eventually you could get sacked. But everything should be, Again, going towards his premiership, going towards getting better. And if he has to now change his plan because he just needs to get wins rather than this, well, this is the game plan. This is what needs to happen for us to win eventually. It's not working now, but he thinks it eventually will. Then Mm. him having to then just change that for the sake of the sugar hit, get enough wins to hit a target, and then we're back to square one preseason. Well, that doesn't fucking help anything either. So I don't know. I've backed him in at least to the end of the year. I think that's when we really go for it. Clearly something does need to change though. We're not saying just stick to the plan. Frio's been able to change things up slightly. Everyone's drawing comparisons to Melbourne the year before they won the flag where things weren't good in the first half. They had similar stat lines to us in certain things. We weren't able to get the ball moving. They weren't able to get the ball moving as much, being able to score. They made a few changes, started to get more intercepts in defense. Obviously, they fixed it and won a flag. Don't think that's going to happen to us. I don't think we're going to win the automatically win the flag next year, but clearly changes can Not be automatically. made to move, to move you towards better. And I'm hoping that that's where this week leads us. And I think that if, yeah. we're, if we're saying sack the coach every single week and just continually that's all we're talking about, I'm not sure that's going to help anything at this stage. You kind of just have to ride it out and, and sort it out at season's end. That's, that's how I'm taking it anyway. Let an assistant take the reins for the next 10 weeks, get seven mm-hmm. wins, and then what, make him the head coach? That Ugh. sounds like. Let's do it again. A bit of deja vu. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but look, Essendon, I don't have a big analysis on them, they're, but they're beatable. Seeing them this year, <sighs> season, they haven't been playing that well, particularly of late. They had that sort of start of the season, new coach, looked okay, have definitely tapered off. Last week, they almost lost to North, weren't playing amazingly. We're not playing well, so it's not as if we're going to come into this and just wipe them off the park. We can't kind of buy a win at this stage, but it's a great chance, much like last week, much like the Sydney games, they're winnable. These teams are beatable. I'd probably say this is one of the most beatable that we've had. I'd probably tie this with the Sydney one at the moment. Get it, get the confidence back in, I think, as we've touched on many times, like we just need to find a way to take this game on. We're desperate to create scoring opportunities. And I'll read this out for you. Mm. 58, 90, 74, 107, 62, 60, 152 with an asterisk on that one. 74, (sighs) 59, 57, 51, 44. That's our total scores in every single game this season. It's not enough. None of that's good enough. Not good enough. So clearly, we just can't be scared of taking this game on. Can't be scared of taking risks. And like we're playing safe because we're scared, but that's producing losses. So at what stage can you change Mm. that psyche of like, well, me shitting myself is producing losses. So like, what is the risk? What what is the risk of taking the game on? Because we're losing anyway. Well, we might lose if you take the risk on, but at least there's a chance you might win. And I just, I don't understand how you can't take that mentality of, I take the risk, we might lose, but we might win. I don't take the risk, we lose. Yeah. Do it. 
Emphasize it. You. Move the ball quick. First option. Let's go. Come on. Let's turn this around even just slightly to get some confidence. It's not going to fix our problems, but God, how good would it to be to go to all your Essendon mates and tell them to get stuffed this week? Because we've been shit and we still beat them. That would be just absolutely beautiful, Lockie. Do you have anything like else it. to look oh. out for for this Essendon game or anything you want to talk about before we move to our footy tips? And then I'm going to have oh. to hold you to it. You got out oh, of last no. week, but you've got to rev up to end this show here for us. We've got the footy tips for you to, you know, yeah, digest that. But anything else, anything else on this Essendon game or do you want to save it for your build-up, your big pump-up? Two metres back. He is. It's a couple of metres. You worried? No, because when oh, <laughs> because when Charlie kicks a goal, there's a couple of two metres on a fair few people around the MCG, if you know what I mean. So who cares about what Peter Wright is going to be doing? All right, let's end it with that. That's great. <laughs> that, footy tips. Show let's me go. show me the red arrow in our tips. It, it we are we are see if, if anyone wants some confidence on what Carlton's doing, take a look at our footy tips because Carlton are doing better than us in our uh. footy tips. I'm seeing the red arrow of danger and we've we've, we've gone down to 186. <laughs> oh, Lockie, we are ranked 186 out of 309 in the lovely Carlton cheer squad footy oh, tipping yeah. competition. Four out of seven wasn't enough to see us get into the top 100. We're in free fall. Where do we go? You're telling me it didn't work, us bringing our, our brilliant minds together. That's what I'm hearing. It hasn't to start off, but maybe it's the slow build, Lockie. It's not going to work in the build. first week, but it's what is going to happen. Now, at time we'll of recording, consistent. we've already jumped on Sydney because we had to by 15, and they are down by two points at this moment. So those listening will know the result and know whether we've fucked another tip or not. But come on, you bloods. Uh, moving on to Friday night, Lockie. What are your thoughts? Doggies versus Port at Marvel. Oh, I feel like yeah. I remember seeing this Fun game man. the last time they played, or maybe it was years ago. There was definitely a game that Ollie Wines was involved in <laughs> that I remember watching a few years ago that was a close one. <laughs> so what's going to happen <laughs> at this time? I've lost my saying, mind, Lockie. You say you watched these teams yeah. play and Ollie Wines <laughs> played. <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to trigger a more poignant memory. It didn't, and so I just had right. to like hail off the, the the train of thought. I was hoping no one was you weren't going to bring it up, and you were just going to let me have it. But I remember yeah, a good close game between these two. But who's taking it out this week? Hmm. I need to find wow, out this is a <laughs> this is a tricky one. Dogs, I guess. Hmm. They're the underdog. Oh, underdog. Do we do we go with them because of you that? You think so? Well, you're a, you're a big Zach Butters man. <laughs> the big Ollie the dogs aren't exciting, aren't exciting me. Port okay. asked lightly more. No. I don't know. Maybe maybe we needed to just start crawling them back. So I'm, let's go the dogs. Let's, let's try and dogs. sort this out. Uh, Hawthorne, Hawthorne versus Brisbane MCG. Lions. Adelaide versus West Coast. Ooh, Adelaide. This could be disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Frio versus Richmond. Yeah, it's got to be Frio. Frio. North versus the Giants. Oh, oh, Blundstone Arena. That's exciting. Give me a player that's played for both of these teams. 
played for North and the Giants. Oh, there's definitely <laughs> one. There's definitely one. Um, oh. Aiden Core. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. yeah. Love that. Far out. I reckon North. Coming off the close loss last week. You know, Wardlaw, he's your man. Phillips mm. is in form. Yeah, Jeez. it's a blunt stone. Let's go it. Let's go it. Let's go. Let's go to the north. Some stage. I don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, I've found the game, mate. 2021, Bulldogs versus Port. Port win by oh, two. You, Absolute thriller. Everyone jump on the uh, YouTube and, and watch that. Absolute delight of a game of football. Ollie Wines definitely played. Uh, Three so votes, probably. Correct. Brownlow, yeah. Carlton versus, Carlton versus Essendon. Do we what do, do we it? Lucky? Because every time we tip Carlton, we lose. Oh, We're losing man. in the footy tips. Is this what needs to happen to turn Carlton and our seasons around? We get the tip I'm wrong, not... but everything else happens for us this week. It's the magic in our footy tips. And it's the magic for Carlton because we're the most positive out there. And if we don't back them in, we are. they'll be playing that at the rooms, being like, look what's happening. I'll the Navy Blue Corner lads are off you. You got to do it for them. So who are we tipping? I want to stress, I'm not doing this to turn our footy tipping around. As much respect as I have for the Carlton Cheer Squad footy tipping comp, I'm doing this to turn the baggers season around. We're tipping the Blues? No. You're going against us. Well, again, I will say, in my personal footy tipping at work, the only round I've tipped against us this year was Geelong. <laughs> Man, what has that and done we won. for us, mate? And we won. So guess what? Maybe this is what That's we what need. I'm it's the G. Gonna... Play it, Vossi, in the room before <laughs> the game, please. Let them know. That's it. That's that's what we needed. Uh, I like it. We're going to win. King's birthday. Excited. Charlesy. He's getting up there. I'll tell you what. Big birthday. Get those chubby hands out and about. Melbourne or Collingwood? Who takes this? Wow. It's got to be the pie, surely. Again, they're so due, though. I feel like but they're Melbourne due. Melbourne suck. They were so bad against us. They do suck. Oliver's not back. Oh, no, mate. No, no Dugowie. Does, that, right, if, does that tempt you towards the Ds? Oh, yeah, we've got to trade, don't we? Yeah, uh, thanks I for bringing like him into our Supers last week. You're wanting Collingwood, so let's do Collingwood. Oh. But I, mm. I want it on the record that I think Melbourne's going to win. And because you reckon, then let's do it, mate. We need to get more of these. Everyone's going to be going Collingwood. If we want to go rise Melbourne. up these leaderboard, let's go the Ds. Let's go sort Melbourne. it out. Those are our footy tips this week. They've been submitted. Let us know yours in the comments and let us know if you're doing better than us and maybe you guys need to take over our tips. I think that's what we need. Almost a poll for every single one of these games. But this is now my most excited. I'm so excited for this. This is the best part of the pod. This is the best part of the podcast. Lockie, he's put his hand up. He has not been happy apparently. I have not prepared And so he's taken the reins and he is ready. Yeah, I don't prepare for mine at all. Um, Please. There is nothing. Out. Let me see. This here. is, I've written Lockie Bingo, which I didn't even get to talk <laughs> about. So that's how good my script's going. Because you, you were talking, well, you were talking about like, oh, another one of my cliches. And I was like, I was going to say, mate, we should get Lockie Bingo cards going, but I never got to it. And that just tells you, you how much bits. I'm not, yeah, things, the things I'm saying. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I've that's got something good. to add to this conversation so I don't forget. But that's it. I do forget. 
that will tell you right there that nothing is scripted on this podcast. Because if it was, it'd probably be a better podcast, I bet you. But Lockie, take us home, no. get us G'd oh. up, tell us why the Blues are turning it around and beating the old enemies, Essendon. My mic is muted. I'm off. <laughs> Do you want to just leave me and the listeners? In fact, <laughs> I've, I've never felt this much pressure on the podcast before. Do I have you know to come back? Do situations? I have to come back? I guess this is not good. I get giddy. This is not good. Dead air is about to happen. It's just going to be silence. Not... People are going to think the podcast no. has been cut off. But no, Lockie. It's not just, dead air. It's just giggling, which, you know, tell I do me, when just I tell get me, Lockie, on Mike. From the heart, why do, you want us, why do you want us to win this week? What will it mean if they can, if they can bring it home? I need a bit of excitement yeah. from you because I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling down in the dumps and I need your positivity to uplift me. All right, thanks for not putting any pressure on me. Uh, I'm definitely not going to try and sell, like, why we're going to win this. Because we've been t- we talk about it every single week, we say what we want to say. The people in the media say what we want to say. Voss says what he wants to say. He's like, we just do this and we'll be fine, and then we don't say it. But I think for me, the thing that I try and come back to, it's always after our review review episode. I'm I'm thinking about this team throughout the week as we prepare for this episode, and I just think about this actual group that we have right now. Like we have had. We've been fans of this club for 26 years and we've had some some playing groups and some players over this time that we have not felt invested in at all. And we could do hours of episodes talking about guys that are playing in the in some of the teams that we've watched that we just didn't love, you know, and we didn't believe in them. And we didn't believe mm. that they were the future of this team. We're like, this, this team isn't going to take us there. And under this era, I mean... The majority of the time, I felt like this is the group that's going to take us there. And I honestly still believe that they are. And when I think about so many of these individuals, like I know how hard they're working and how badly they want this too. It's not just us as fans that want this. Like, again, Patrick Cripps is at risk of playing the most games ever and being the most highly decorated player without playing a final. Mm. Like you don't think that he wants this so fucking bad and he's the he's the top of it but every one of these players is in my opinion trying their absolute guts out giving it everything um so i think the least that we can do as supporters and the way that i look at it is get behind them make it a bloody loud mcg on sunday night get around them as much as we can and they'll repay us eventually i think it'll be this week that was beautiful. Well, we're going to beat the Bombers. We're going to get it done. We'll be back here next week. Go Blues. See you guys next time.